Hello. Oh, that's cool. All right, we're we're in it right now. Oh my gosh, people can hear us. Yep. <laughs> oh boy. I can. <laughs> it's like it's our first one. Right. Right. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that old boy was like, oh, I'm surprised we didn't hear that earlier. <laughs> this is an experiment. This is the first. Um, this, yeah, this is definitely an experiment. So yeah, we're doing we're doing a remote recording. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's yeah. not COVID quarantine. We're not quarantining from each other. Oh, my gosh. We should totally some time in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Well, yeah, that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you're you're coming in loud and clear, Mr. Brian. Oh, oh, good. Hopefully, so, hopefully everything sounds good. Um, we'll see. Yeah, it it, it sounds good. Uh, how does it sound on your end? Good. Good. Oh, good. <laughs> um. Okay. Cool. So. Um, Welcome to Couples Who Bravo Together. I'm Victoria. I'm Brian. Um, I am not sitting at the dining room table, and neither is Brian, the place where we record. Um, I don't always keep you in the loop about what I do to everything and and uh, get everything published. And so this week, I took our um, our Lego minifigs, and one of the sets I have has a dining room table. And so I took a, a reimagination with our Legos our Leo minifigs is sitting at the dining room table. Oh, I see. So you have a, the Lego dining table with us sitting at it. Yes. And so oh. I, th I think what I'll have to do for this episode is just take a picture of just the dining room table with no one sitting in it. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. So you have the Legos sitting at a dining table. Where are you? Um, well, 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 what I had it for our picture. No, I'm sitting in the, uh, yeah, no, no, that was our picture for our, our cover, our cover photo for last week's episode. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. Which we actually recorded on Tuesday. So, but anyway, uh, um, and so I am, no, I, so I'm not sitting at the dining room table because I started the dishwasher and I thought, uh oh, you might be able to hear that in the background. So I moved to a different part of the house. Okay. Um, and, and you were sitting in, I think a mine, right? Yes. A turd mine. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 How, how's the mining going? Mining those turds, you know, yeah. do you, you know, some, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> it's true. It's true. They, and they, they found the, they found the right man for the job. Exactly. Yep. They did. <laughs> and actually actually this could be the you know who's gonna do it you you lieutenant weinberg <laughs> exactly nope somebody's got to mine and polish the turds you know so. oh you guys, you guys polish them too i was just about to ask that i didn't know if you guys just mine them no we polish them oh. no that's absolutely part of the job I would say, you know, each person here, you know, is probably at a different stage of the process. Yes. You know, some mine, some process, you know, um, I don't know what the mining terms are. There's what processing and finishing or whatever. But yeah, so we got some miners, we got some processors, we got some polishers, you know, it's, yeah. um, you got to make those turds look pretty. Do, do you have 
cherries to tell you whether or not the mines are safe. <laughs> no, we just send them in. <laughs> we just we just go in there and and whatever happens happens. Um, have you? Are, have, do you think you're, we have, do you have protected. We have protective suits. Oh, okay. Shit suits. Um, so you know you got to put on your your plastic shit suit and go into the turd mines. <laughs> are you are you getting turd lung? Do you think after all these years of being in the turd mines? <laughs> yes. Um. Uh, yes, turd lung. I mean, uh, all uh, there are many diseases that come along with being in a turd mine. <laughs> I'm probably there might be some hepatitis going around. Um, oh no. <laughs> Some worms, I don't know, <laughs> but herd long is yeah, that's a tough one. And, you know, it's it's um it's taken some of our people. You know, we're, we've got we've got a fund, so um, so yep. <laughs> oh, R.I.P. R.I.P. to those who couldn't who who couldn't make it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's it's tough down there in the turd mines. <laughs> oh, turd mining ain't easy. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, uh, well, good job. Good job for 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 man and the miners with the, of the turds. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, the shit suits help, but um, you know, while <laughs> something gets in there, so. <laughs> You know, you definitely don't want the turd mine collapsing on you. That's not a good. <laughs> but, um... Oh no, that's not good. That's not good. No, no, no. It's it's a messy pile. So. No, and I'm sure the deeper you go, <laughs> the more the more you put yourself at risk collapsing. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. I mean, you can get pretty deep, but. Um... You know, you, you build some structures to support it. Um, but, you know, sometimes there's just nothing you can do. So No, no. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that. But, I mean, I, I guess I should say we take all the precautions necessary. Yes. Um, to avoid injuries to the workers of the turd mines. Yes. Um, so we don't need any any lawsuits about the injuries that have happened in the turd. No, no, that's not, I was just gonna. That's so funny. That's exactly where I was going. Where was with the lawsuits? I don't think the lawsuits actually happen over like injuries to the miner, the resulting turds that you guys pull out. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. The, the the turds get sued. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How that happens, I don't know. I mean. Can you sue the turd? Um, I think you can. I think I've seen. I think I've seen lawsuits against turds. So <laughs> the drinking game today is every time we say turd, take a drink. So. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh gosh, we'll call this drinking game. The shit has hit the fan. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly oh gosh well thank you for taking a minute or however much time we're able to have and i'm assuming you washed your hands uh so that we could um uh record our podcast and try and get back on schedule yes of course um so uh let's get into our few good men quote of the week um 
I confess the week has been quite a week. <laughs> yes. Um, and so I am not fully prepared, but I didn't have one chambered, I guess. Let me say, I don't have my, my quote chambered. Um, so if you have one ready to go, I can, I can come up with something. Um, and I'm also thinking we can come up with something just as we are, uh, sitting here, uh, getting ready. Yeah. I mean, you, you mentioned it. I think I did it last week too. I mean, the you, you Lieutenant Weinberg, that's a good one. I mean, you're right. <laughs> Who's going to do it? I, I mean, I, I don't mean to discount people who go into actual mines <laughs> and, um, put their lives at risk, but yeah, who's going to do it? You, you, Lieutenant Weinberg. Um, so yeah, not, it's, it's, it's not, it's not, um, it, it, it's not pleasant, but no. I guess it, it could be a lot worse. So. No, I know. No, I mean, this is just what happens with any job. See, I mean, and, and you know, um, and the, the degree of responsibility, it's still responsibility. Yeah. Well, and, and the degree of crap, I mean, yeah yeah so no um, i know no, no further comment on that no so. i know <laughs> on the advice of counsel uh, don't look yeah. at her don't look at her <laughs> yeah. there you go <laughs> there you go <laughs> <laughs> oh, i like that one um, yeah that's uh, I was just, I was just thinking too. Actually, the one I guess I would, um, I would say, I guess to uh, thinking about my week coming up, would be um, um, uh, onboarding people and uh, trying to get them up to snuff with like how things around our base. Yes. Um, and uh, and so you know they uh, he goes through the when he's uh, cross or it's I think it's direct. Is it cross? No, it's cross examination of uh no why and um where in the instruction manual that you know they're ordered to give code reds and and mm -hmm. um and in the operation manual whatever they're called and so um and then on on read yeah on uh, on cross um tom cruise says well, well well like where do you where do you where do you eat and uh that that whole like line of questioning about like well, uh, you know, show him in the book, like where the, um, where the mess hall is. And he's like, well, that's not in there. He's like, so you don't eat? And he's like, no, you, we always eat. Like, well, where do, how do you know where to go? So yeah. um, just thinking about my onboarding, there's just some things we just don't put in the manual. And they're, you know, the way they figure it out, you just you look around and you're like, oh, that's how we do things. Right, right, right. So. You follow the cow time. Exactly. So thank you for, thank you for landing that for me because I was struggling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> yes you you just follow the crew at chow time right exactly exactly so thank you <laughs> all right true confessions we recorded this amazing segment yes. of us having a deep theological discussion in response to heather's theological analysis right and we go ahead well and and actually we 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 solved the meaning of life. We did. And what happens when you die, but now the world will never know. No, no, due to technical difficulties. Technical you'll, difficulties. You'll also notice how amazing this audio sounds compared to the rest of the episode. So uh, enjoy this while you can, because the rest is touch and go. It's enjoyable, but you're going to be like, wait, what did she say? You'll never know. Yeah. Words, words. drop. <laughs> words drop. They're 
words being typed in the background? Well, we cut out most of that. <laughs> um, the thing, honestly, we can hear is, uh, I, I'm going to guess it's your mouse. Oh, uh, possibly. <laughs> yeah. You're a busy man. Those turd minds don't mind themselves. <laughs> those, tur- those turds don't mind themselves. Nope. I'm no. sorry. <laughs> no, and, and, and the funniest thing is, so, you know, we, we, I, I work in the turd minds. And the product that we had to come up with the was the, the, the name of it. We, we couldn't use Amendment 1. We had to use Amendment 2. Oh. So we had to mine Amendment number 2. Oh, no. So we mined a turd. Oh. It was... It's a turd of a turd? It was a long, hard turd. Oh, 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 oh my God. <laughs> it was Amendment number 2. Well, then never has, I think, this... Uh, Quote been more apropos. Godspeed, little doodle. <laughs> a little it, doodle of a turd. It wasn't little. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> a labor of love. Not love. No, just a labor. Just a labor. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. We just had this conversation. <laughs> We're adding segments to resolve our error of turds. And here we are talking about turds again. Exactly. All right. Enjoy, people. Well, and and that's a preview of our the, the, what you're missing about, you know, the meaning of life and what happens after you die. Yes. It, it pretty much was about this. Oh, so. oh see? Which, in the... Anyway, I'm not going to go... Anyway. Yeah. We can really go down a... <laughs> a turd hole? <laughs> well, I was going to say it'd be like tea leaves. Were you reading tea leaves? No, don't say it. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I love when we entertain ourselves. <laughs> yes. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, I think there'll be more opportunities. I guess, like I, I really, we really, we seriously talked about re-recording that entire segment, and I time passed and I was tired and I'm like, I, we're going to have lots of opportunities. Um, this is going to be our last. Right. So. Right. Well, because if you determine the meaning of life and what happens when you die in that moment, you can't revisit that moment. No, that's a great point. Like no, it's a great gone. Point. The, no, the, the, we had the inspiration of the spirit. Right. And now we don't have it. So no, no. Um, otherwise it's fake. Right. It's not real. <laughs> right. We, we lost the Holy Spirit. No, it's and true. We had the inspiration. It. In that moment. No, it's true. We had the meaning of life and what happens after you die. No, it's the true. The world will never know. No, it's true. Yeah. So we talked about, yep, yeah, Heather and going to lunch with her niece and talking about their right. uh, crisis of faith and right. their deconversion. So, but to keep it authentic, just for a little bit for this segment, the thing I was going to ask you um, was because we were raised a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. And so the thing that people will never hear um, was uh, my take on the degrees of heaven, I think is what they're called, as Heather described them. But I was going to ask you if you remember being taught anything about the degrees of heaven. I do not. Yeah, I was, that's what I was going to guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, because we were just raised differently. But anyway, maybe someday we should tell that story. <clears throat> but uh, anyway, so that's that was my main question was like what you knew about it. So... What you, I mean, basically, actually then, is that the question, like what you, or the answers, like what you really learned about was what Heather taught us the other, last week? No, I, I, th- I think I knew about it later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it seems very, 
I, I guess that's the thing is, is I feel like if you're inside, you're like, oh yeah, 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 that's it. But as soon as you look at it from a different perspective, you're like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know. It just sounds kind of weird. Um, if you're not, for, I, I, I guess for me, it's like you change your perspective and it's just like, it sounds weird. Yeah. It, it sounds, uh, yeah, maybe that's no. weird saying weird. Is, no. It just, it. It it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. No, and that's why I really, really like Heather's perspective because it's something I can relate to because, like, there's this, like, being in it but, like, also not in it. Right. And so she has a way of talking about it that it's, like, I think captures that but also is, like, yeah, this is what, you know, what it is. Right. What the that's, belief is. So. Right. That's what the belief is. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. So, now, that was my only question about that um, was about, yeah. But, yeah, I just, like, I, I anyway, I, I didn't say this because they don't hear it but um, our Bravo comrades aren't going to hear it, but just that I used to really appreciate these conversations and that it's on something like the housewives and um, it just, it definitely is like what to Heather and just, there's a couple things that I think really make this franchise like a gem. And that's one of them is Heather. Mm-hmm. And I think this very unique perspective that, and this unique experience that you're not going to hear about anywhere else. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. And I, don't think there's a whole lot of people that will understand that. No. Right. No, it's a, that's what's curious too, I think, about this franchise. It really, it can appeal, clearly it's appealing on a national level, mm-hmm. but it's also appealing to a very, you know, specific group. Right. And, um, and that's what makes it really special, I think. Right. In some ways. Right. So, all right. Well, there's our interlude of decent audio quality. So enjoy it while you can, because the next, I would guess, solid hour is us continuing our remote recording. <laughs> Godspeed, little doodle. <laughs> Let's see. Um, but back to, like, Bravo drama and not, like, theological, like, <laughs> crises of faith. Um, let's see. Um, I, I guess the only thing I have to say about the fresh wolf thing, which is hilarious, about, so Jen wasn't invited, Heather wasn't invited, Mary wasn't invited, um, and Lisa, Lisa said her sons were the ones that put the guest list together, right? which means out of the housewives, Meredith and, and Whitney were invited. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, and so that's just interesting. I think it's an interesting position for her to take. And Heather says that in confession, which is hilarious, you know, that Lisa's hiding behind her sons as far as the guest list. Right. And yeah. Right. Um, and yet, like, Lisa was on the house with Whitney, so why did Whitney get an invite? So, um, right. and then she said it was because she was trying to extend an olive branch, and I'm like, and I'm like, wait, is it because the sons were in charge of the, the guest list, or because you wanted right. to extend an olive branch? Which one is it? Yeah, yeah that was not very consistent. <laughs> no. No. Nope. Um, but I really love Lisa's approach to like, I just, I could watch that clip over and over again. Now I can't remember what she says, but the way, the way that her hand gestures, like the way that she like puts her hands up and puts them, like she pinches like her, her, her index finger and her thumb together. She's like, I'm not talking about this anymore or something like, and the way like she draws a line, like, I don't know, like, I'm doing it right now and you can't see me, but I just, I just think that's super amusing. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's kind of not cool hiding behind uh yeah, the kids like that. I don't know. Yeah. Cuz did 
that I mean, that's the thing. Did they did so these kids made the guest list with no input from Lisa? I, I, I mean, really? I, I, don't I, um, I don't know. And but then, like you said, she did say that she wanted to extend an olive branch, right? Uh, to it, but also she had no involvement in the list. I. Uh, it's very confusing. No, no, no. It's very. It's really funny. Um, yeah. so I don't know. Anyway, I, whatever. Um, and then, um, and then we've got the fight between Mary and Whitney, which is so weird because Whitney says this, but for Mary to get mad at Whitney and be so insulting and just go like to the next level is just bizarre to me because right. I mean, a few episodes we saw Mary making cookies for Whitney and her kit and her family. And then, and like when he says, like, she was Mary's only defender last season. Um, right. And even the first part of this season, it's just bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was really strange. I, oh, and, and I guess, yeah, what set Whitney off or what set Mary off was that um, uh, uh, Whitney didn't answer her calls. <laughs> yeah. For 40 That's what set her off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Her um, FaceTime. Yeah. Right, right, right. That seems yeah. pretty pet. Um, yeah, I don't know. and I'm gonna guess too, like the way they described it, it sounds like maybe Mary called like over and over again, so it looked a little crazy. Um, right. And so I like to him, like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Um, and you know, and Whitney said she couldn't answer because she was in carpool. <laughs> right, right. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, and then, um, it's it, yeah it's just it that fight is gosh it's just so crazy um and then and then Whitney does say that she like replied tried to reach out to her and text her but Mary had just decided that she was gonna just be pissed about this and then she sends her that invite telling her to like dress up in those like hooker outfits right right <laughs> right and it's funny that Whitney didn't fall for it and, and then it was Whitney's fault for not falling for it. That's strange. So strange. Like Mary's Mary, very interesting. Mary's behavior. Um, yeah. And just anyway, which which then Mary take or Meredith takes uh, Whitney aside so they can talk about it and calm down. And um, and of course, like that's where they we they have more conversations about whatever's going on. We which yeah. we don't know yet about what's going on with this congregant of Mary's and, and what may be happening in the church. So it ended up being interesting because that's actually where they did a great job of like the drama playing out, like this fight happening between Whitney and Mary ends up like being a great like um, segue for Meredith and Whitney to have this talk on the side, the sidebar about right. Mary's church. And then Whitney gets to say that, you know, she was advised by a cousin to not ever piss off Mary because you're going to, you know, it, don't right. piss her off, which is interesting. Anyway, that was just a great way for all that to get set up. I was like, oh, this almost feels like how this is so coincidental, but also like I'm super impressed. They'll so just go with it. Right. 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 No. And and I, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it, it, is Mary going to condemn them to outer darkness? I mean, <laughs> her, her belief systems equivalent of outer darkness. <laughs> she seems to think she has that power. So, yes. Uh, uh, um, yeah. And that you live by Mary's code or or you are in trouble. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
No, it's um, it yeah, she definitely. Well, that Whitney says that to that, that you know that she's they see her as God. Right, right, so, right. Yeah, no, that's funny. That's actually that's what they should definitely make that comparison. Like whatever right. happens, like they're in outer darkness. Whatever Mary's version is of outer darkness. Right. <laughs> which which might actually be being locked in her closet and you can never find your way out. Maybe. Is that an accusation floating around? Yeah. <laughs> Does she have people in there? I... Oh, no. Oh, no. There's just jokes about her closet being so huge and such a mess. Like, how can you find anything in there? Because she has, like, right. just so much crap. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> she does. Um, that's a, that's I mean she's not living the um the life of poverty. She's not living the vow of poverty, that's for sure. No. So, no, no, no. She's no and that's not cheap stuff she's gotten there either. Nope, nope, nope. And so, and, and who's paying for all that stuff? Mm, that's the question. Her uh, the the members of her church. So. Yes. I think she would stay her business, but I'm going to guess it's I'm going to guess oh. it's I'm going to guess it's the members. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow um yes <laughs> um yeah so i i don't know i i, I mean that and that's i that's a side topic anyway well um, oh i know no what you mean oh yes the church stuff yeah well just yeah. like i mean I, I don't know i mean you're giving all this money to this person who is um you know um or you know your religious leader and what are they doing with it? You know, I don't know. I, I, that would that would be hard, but, but you know, I guess they believe what they're doing. So anyway, yeah, I didn't want to open. That. I, I, I... <laughs> somebody believe somebody believes something. I'm not sure who's doing the believing and what exactly they're believing. Yeah, is this going to be deleted? <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to go back and redact this? Yes. <laughs> big black bar through this um, <laughs> or wait do you mean like you think they're gonna show up in our backyard <laughs> no i mean like like redacting like um if there's a transcript made we need to, a big black bar through these words um or we need to just delete this part <laughs> why because we're leveling accusations yeah, maybe <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then of course, like the big thing, which was uh stuff leading up to Jan's arrest, which was amazing and so entertaining, I thought. And I know that's horrible, but this is what they signed up for. But I thought that was so entertaining and fascinating. Yes. And you think she was called you think it was um Sharif Shah that called her? Yeah, for sure. Cause like she says, Hey baby, and then and then when all this came out, like whenever she was first arrested, that's how it was reported. It was reported that he called her and then she left. Huh. Interesting. Because I also went to Stuart. Did Stuart call her? Because she's close to Stuart. Oh, that's interesting. I don't, I don't know. Um, but that, I mean, it makes sense yeah. that it was Sharif. Uh, I guess that makes sense. It was Sharif Shah because he, he and that's what I was trying to, to figure out. He was there. He was at the house. It seemed like because she packed and he was there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Were, were the agents going to her house? 
you you just brought us a question I was just actually going to ask. I'm like, well, because that's been the question is how did they know to go to Beauty Lab? Um, right. And actually then whoever called her, how did whoever called her know that they were coming? And you just maybe made it her house for us to go look for her. And he would have had to tell them where she is. He couldn't lie. And so he tells her, well, he tells them that makes sense, right? They would go to her house first. Yeah. Her house or her, uh, I don't know, wherever they thought her were, she was, I guess. Yeah, her house. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they could have gone to her business. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah, but why would she be there, I guess? You know, I, I guess you would start at the house, right? No, I think the business makes sense. I mean, we know there's nothing in there, but we're like, why would you be in this empty, in this empty space? <laughs> well, yeah, and they're going to, so if they were arresting her, yeah, I guess, maybe I'm reading too much into this, but yeah, so I guess if they were going to arrest her, but were they looking for other things too? I mean, I don't yeah. know if they're looking for evidence as well. Um, Cause they have a warrant. I, I I, I, they, I don't know. I don't. I, I guess I'm reading way too much into that because they're arresting her. But were they also going to do some kind of search? Um, but anyway. Yeah. No, that's a great question. Like, like, so if they did go to her house, um, were, were, did they then go and and search the house and let other agents know? Oh, she's over at Beauty Lab. I, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. Well, it, it would depend on the warrant because the, the warrant, right. yeah, would have to provide if they were going to search it and arrest her or just arrest her. Right, right. So, right. yeah, that makes sense. What makes sense is they went either to the business or to the house and whoever was there was, and so it could have been Stu. That's what, And I like your theory. It could have been Stu as well. And whoever's there is like, oh, she's not here. And the cops are like, where is she? Because that's what they did here. They did this at Beauty Lab too. They're like, where did she go? Oh, that's really funny, too. It's almost like they're on a wild goose chase. <laughs> they're like, we were just at the house. <laughs> right, right. Right. No, and, and that would make sense. They would go to the house first. Um, and then Sharif called to warn, to say, and, and he called to say what exactly? <laughs> the the federal government, the federal agents are looking for you. And uh that's interesting. Anyway. Yeah, um, well, I think he was trying to save her the embarrassment of having her being arrested on camera because he was filming. Right. And so it's interesting how this worked out because they weren't filming at the house. It's crazy how that worked out, actually, that they weren't at the house first while she was didn't happen to be there when she was filming. And so right. by doing it this way, it just worked out where then someone gets, he gets someone get, intervenes and prevents her from actually being arrested on camera. Right, right. Interesting. And I wonder if she had been there, if, because if, that was what Bill asked. I don't know if you listened to my segment on Friday, but that's I what Bill, Bill asked that about the cops wanting like, to turn the cameras off. And now as we're talking, I'm thinking they would have, they might have asked for that more if they were actually in the process of arresting. But actually, I don't know. Maybe not. I but anyway, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the law is, but you have the right to record the police, right? Oh yeah, like, for sure. Like, like people can record them on their phone, so I, I don't know why they would make them shut off the cameras. Right. So I don't know. I, it, I, I, unless it was somehow interfering with the process of the arrest. Like you sure. can't interfere. 
you know, you can't interfere with what they're trying to do, but you can stand there and record them. Yeah, that's a good point. You you can stand there with your phone and record what they're doing um, as long as, you know, interfering with the process. So anyway, that's a good point. But the rule would be about like filming a TV show. But um, yeah, yeah. I I think just what we saw, like the fact that the cop spaces are blurred out. Is that right. well, like they're like you can film, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna agree to show my camera, right? So I think that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I think that makes total sense. That it, anyway, just crazy than how it all worked out. Just by by them, like of course they went to the house first. I like that or the business. Um, but also that means they were all the way from Park City <laughs> and then they drove back. Yeah, but would it? But it could it could be the different. It could be different agents. Like yeah, they could have the house. And they're like, ah, she's not here. Can somebody who's closer to where she is go? Yeah. Go get. You know what I mean? So anyway. So and then maybe agents are still sitting at the house waiting too. That makes sense. Right. 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 Which which then if it is Sharif, he had to go hide in the bathroom somewhere and go make that call. Oh jeez. Right. Right. Wow. And, and unless they told him to call her, that's the other thing too. Yeah, they, but th- but then why would they show up at where they thought she was? Oh, that's true. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess they could. No, yeah, yeah, but they, they yeah, they wouldn't have showed up where she was where she was. But why? I guess I guess Sharif would have had to say, "Oh, she's at the beauty lab," because they knew to go there. They did. They knew where exactly where to go. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Both places. I don't know. No, um, I love this. I love this. Yeah. Also, right. I love that she had no fucking idea that was an investigation. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, that's what it looks like. Or, I mean, if she had any inkling, she thought, I'm fine. They're not going to actually arrest me. Right. So crazy. Yeah. Totally. There's so much more I want to know. Anyway, um, uh, Andy Cohen keeps promo. Or, I mean, so it's Sunday night, so that means it's already aired for tonight. But he had promo, or he had been on Watch What Happens Live. He had been talking about like this episode was gonna is like he one of the best. Ep- or maybe we saw that. I can't remember. This episode was like gonna be like something he considers one of the best like episodes of all time of housewives housewife shows. Mm-hmm. The one coming, the one that's on tonight. So we'll have to. I'm curious to see what that's about. High expectations. Very, very yes. high. Very high. So, yeah, the, the 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 Salt Lake women they keep delivering. That's for sure. Yes. That's for sure. Okay. Anything else about Salt Lake? There's so much. But anything else? I can't think of anything else right now. But anything else that you wanted to comment on? No. Nope. All right, well, let's take a break. And then um, we've got the season finale of Impeachment to talk about. Yes, let's take a break. Okay. Okay, so we're back. Um, and now we're going to talk about impeachment. Yes. The, the and all the fin- gory details. All, all the, oh, so many gory details. Um, and the, it's the finale. So this past week was the last episode. So we're 10 episodes and that's it. Uh, yeah. Impeachment done. Yes, impeachment done and finished. Um, gory details. <laughs> yes, 
do you, do we have to share those or uh, no, no i i would really rather not did you read did you read the star report when it came out i did not i i don't know why anybody anyway no i did not <laughs> um i i i mean i i i feel like based on just reading newspapers or hearing news stories you kind of got the gist of what was in there um so no i did not yeah um i didn't either i um like i've talked about before i remember um what was everything was going on and uh yeah but i didn't i didn't read it i just i just like the dramatization of everybody trying to get their hands on it and trying to read it (laughs) right right Yep, for all those fun little details. Um, people definitely like to read about that stuff, I guess. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I remember seeing them stacked. I remember like going to Barnes & Noble and seeing a display of them because they had bound them and so that people could get a copy. I remember seeing them that way, but I, didn't, I yeah. remember not even like picking one up. Yeah, no, me neither. Like why, I, I, I just, I mean, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. Um, that would take too much time to read, to be honest. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It kind of, I guess it's kind of like what happened when the Mueller report came out. Um, that'd be the recent example. And right. there were people that just couldn't wait to read it. And I, I opened it up. I'm like, I don't want to read this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, they're basically legal documents. It's like reading a legal brief, um, a, a not so brief legal brief um, that basically like, lays out an, a legal argument for these things but of course they had to put in all these embarrassing details so um yeah i mean i assume that that was the, like i like where they they counted up like how many times like different yeah. things were said i'm assuming that's what happened too when it came out like they were on the number of times you know yes like because uh, i remember like the word impeachment was like used like was did it even get to double digits no, no, no. Like the actual legal standards and stuff. Like I can't remember what word didn't get to double digits, but there were dozens of mentions of other body parts and acts and so on. So um, you definitely, you, they are going for embarrassment, I'm sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um yeah. So anyway, so I thought that was interesting because that's what I remembered. And anyway, I just was thinking about how I remember seeing that stack yeah. um, of the report. But yeah, I didn't I didn't read it. Um, and um, I thought, yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Um, I um, one of the things I, I and I think I'm going to guess this was intentional on the the production part. But um, the um, when the Juanita Broder- what's her name? Broderick? Bro- yeah. What's her last name? Yeah. Um, when that because it was interesting too how they showed how they tried to bring that to light before like actual criminal activity and you know ken Starr was like no don't worry or whoever it was um said don't worry about it um and then it, you know it gets discovered again um you know you've got the um a couple were that what were they staffers or a couple congress people trying to figure it out staff just the uh, some some congressperson staff i guess or committee staff or some yeah right yeah so it's just so interesting how they bring it up and um because don't they now and now i know we just watched it but i'm like it was late (laughs) but Uh they bring it they bring it to clinton right they bring up this Juanita because yeah that's right because then he talks about oh how he remembers her from back in the 80s yeah no so so these staffers congressional staffers find a mention of that in a footnote 
in the report and they mention it to the congressperson or whoever they're working for. And then, and, then, and, and I think that's how Clinton finds out about it. Um, you know, um, then Clinton staff people find out that they found this and, and so on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so they bring it to Clinton and his immediate reaction is like, she's lying. She's lying. She's fucking lying. I don't know if he said fucking, but it's like, right. she's lying. And the thought that popped into my mind was, I'm like, isn't this what you said with Monica? Yes. So Did you go ahead. Yeah, I, I, that's interesting. I, I don't I don't know. I, I guess there are a couple of levels here. So within the world of the show, I guess I can't remember I, I, I who he was denying. I mean, he was denying it to. Um, I, I, you know, I can't remember the reaction that the, they portray in the show. He definitely denies having the affair with Monica. Um and he denies the Juanita Broderick thing. What he says about it in real life, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I think he obviously denies the Juanita Broderick thing, um, thing, uh, assault allegation. <laughs> um, and um, so that that's interesting. Um, how, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, no. I was just going to say, like, from a, from a dramatization perspective, I was like, I, I'm going to, I just, I don't know if this was the intention, but this, it really was like, it, in the gut i was like oh, i'm like that's what he said before and yeah. i'm like so he's lying i'm like so then what's the truth right right yeah i get. i guess we i mean we don't know i mean the, the world will never know um I know. yeah and and i guess that's that's yeah the world we, we'll just never know i mean i think there are um i, I mean the one eat a broader thing is tough and I don't know when they portrayed Ken Starr as saying, don't track that down, whether that was a, a legal thing because she denied it in a sworn statement. And then she has another sworn statement that's different. So, you know, that's, uh, you know, I, you know, I don't know what, to, I, I don't know what a lawyer, a prosecutor does with that, you know, um, where you have conflicting sworn statements. Um, but I've also, you know, read things where the allegations do seem credible. Um, but who knows? Yeah, that's what is so troubling. Uh -huh. Right, right. <laughs> because it was the exact, I mean, it's the exact same scenario. Right. And you have sworn, because no, Monica did the same thing. Monica had a sworn statement. Yeah, and true. then, and then, and then now there wasn't. And True. that's what I'm like. I didn't know that that's exactly what they were. But so what happened, right, is Juanita had a statement. Monica had a statement. And then all of a sudden, like, they don't have now they're changing their statements. And that's what that was interesting, too. Like, that's what Clinton wants to point out with um, with. Well, she has a statement and now she's changing it. I'm like, yeah, so did Monica. And all that stuff right. turned out to be true. Mm -hmm. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. So. It's just really unsettling because up until like legit, like up until this point, did not think of him as a rapist. And now I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't I Who knows? Um, I know. Yeah. The, I mean, it's definitely out there. And um, 
you, you know, I, I, I don't know the, the, the details of the allegations and, and his response to those. Um, so, I, I mean, it's hard to say um, uh, what, what to think about that, but yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely an allegation out there um, about him. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, it's, um, it's really unsettling. And that's the thing too. It's just so, and I, and obviously the dramatization too, of like, people are so, um, uh, what's the word? Um, just, um, uh, they've just been overwhelmed by this whole, by the whole scandal with Monica, that when this, these very uh, violent, I would assume violent, like, or uh, yeah, I mean, these criminal a criminal situation comes up and they're all just like, uh, put something else on. Cause they're so tired of hearing about it. Like, yeah, that's, that's really bad. No. Right. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, and I think that's exactly what happens, you know, right. You know, people get tired of hearing about it and just, you know, <laughs> t- tune it out. So, yeah. Um, right. Right. Yeah. Anyway, that was one of the things that I just really jumped at that just it was just it was just happening all over again but just a different scenario right um with just but very just similar circumstances like i said where his immediate reaction is like she's lying i'm like okay we've seen this before and then sworn statements and then anyway right um yeah and then i you know i and then with the paula jones thing it was really interesting i'd never really given it much thought um i guess i i, I was i i don't think i really thought much about what she had done after Mm-hmm. Um, but about like with the penthouse stuff and I'm like, well, whatever. Um, but, and I'm sure, but I'm sure like other people had very judgmental thoughts about that, which were depicted in the show. Um, but to see that play out about the, at least the way it's dramatized is the desperation, um, right. that sets in, like you become this, <clears throat> um, uh, focus point scandal and then they you know you have these people that want to be able to do in this situation politically want to do certain things and then um they don't need her anymore and she still has to live and um anyway i was gonna ask you what you knew about that where she says like there were problems like with you know she says that thing there's a problem with her account anyway that was really troubling to me and just like i'm like oh my gosh this sucks and then compared to monica where she had a completely different situation and she does have like a support system and her, her, her background and privilege, like going through a scandal. And yes, like, I mean, psychologically what that must've done to her, but just to see them where they land is just very different. Um, Anyway. So I didn't, but going back to Paula Jones, what did you do? Did you know anything about that or does that track for you? I didn't know anything about what happened to her after. I didn't know that. Um, I mean, it's interesting the way it's portrayed. I mean, she got, I, I, I mean, th- those, um, uh, uh, right-wing people that were um, trying to uh, uh, use that case against Clinton, I mean, they, they used her and threw her away. I mean, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Um, they, they, to, to me, that's what I took away from it is they just, um, uh, you know, they used her to try to get what they want and then didn't give a shit, you know, um, about yeah. what happened to her after. Um, so that, that was my takeaway from that. Um, 
and you know she you're i guess you're right i mean she wasn't in the position uh that monica lewinsky was in to um uh um uh to 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 to, i guess make a living after that um but um yeah but i mean the people who who were um who were trying to make this case just kind of used her and threw her away (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. but for monica's same thing would happen to monica um but for her support system and like and she i mean everything was out there so yeah, it's just, um, it's crazy. It just, anyway, and 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 then to to have them, like, shame Paula Jones, like, then for what she was doing to survive, I just thought, like, that just to continue after they had used her, and then to continue to then try and tell her how to live her life, I just thought, what? After, but then, like, she's being accused of being ungrateful? I, I just thought, for what? Like, her life is completely ruined. Right, right. And, and I mean, and, and whatever, you know, I guess may or may not have happened, but if we are talking about a type of like sexual assault, um, or, you know, or a threat of that, like there's already like a psychological impact from that. And so anyway, just so awful. Right, right, right. And that's what I mean by they just used her and then threw her away. I mean, they, they, um, uh, you know, just didn't support her. And then she was in a desperate situation and then they didn't support her even more. So, um, you know, it, 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 yeah, I mean, she just got, I mean, they treated her like crap. I mean, uh, you know, um, so yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, no. And they, I mean, they did that to all these women. Um, anyway, just crazy. Um, so that was interesting, um, as far as like, just one of my takeaways. Um, and then, um, what I have two questions about Linda Tripp. Well, I have a question. I have an observation. Okay. So the way they end it is that Linda maintains that she was helping Monica. Mm-hmm. And I, that's really interesting because I thought Oh, wow. If Linda had not intervened, what would have happened to Monica? Like, she would have kept obsessing and obsessing and maybe at some point would have just moved on. But I, I, it was really interesting. So right. I guess that's that's one question. But my main question is, do you, does she, do you, do you really think that's what she thinks? Like, do you really think she believes that? That she was really helping because she had this political agenda as well. But does she, do you think she really thought she was helping Monica? I I think she thinks that. Yeah, I mean, huh. that's because I, I I mean people have to justify their actions all the time, and I think that's um, the justification for her actions. You know, um, I I think that's the story that she came up with to justify her actions. Yeah, I just, I, I just, I, I just, for her to really believe that's what she was doing. I know well, that's what she said. Right. Well, well, and, and I think, I, I think she can, she can frame her world in that way. I mean, because she looks at, um, 
that you and but and you articulated how she could see it that way. I mean, this was a, a young woman obsessed and really kind of struggling um, to deal with this um, relationship. And, and and then I think seeing the success that Monica's having, and um, at least at the end, you, you know, um, I, I think that's what they were trying to portray. She walks by Monica's book event and is like, oh, you know, she's having success. She's turning out okay. See, I helped her get over this relationship. Mm. And, and you know, if if I I think you made I think you actually made the case for Linda for how Linda could see it that way. She's like, oh, I I got her, you know, through that relationship, out of it, showed what he really was to her, so that she could move on, and and now she's moving on and doing great. Um, you know, I really helped her. Um, I I I think that's how she sees it. I mean, and you know, people can she can ignore um, facts about other things that happened and and tell that story. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Um, and, and I mean, and and I think that's what people have to do, right? Like, right. especially something like that, like they out of self preservation, like you have to be able to ignore certain things and focus on certain things in order right. to make fit a narrative, right? Um, but no, I just I was just so again, like these really interesting relations that for me, just personal about like, oh, my gosh, yeah if she hadn't done anything, what would have happened? Right. Right. And no, and that's what I mean. Like with, um, Mm -hmm. with Linda Tripp saying like, I helped her. Um, I think that's, that's exactly what Linda Tripp would be thinking is like, she would have been obsessed with this, never gotten over it or, um, definitely, um, you don't know. I, I, I mean, I guess it's impossible to say, I, I, I mean, she, she probably would have gotten over it. Um, and, I, I imagine she would have, I mean, she seems very smart and, and, and likable. And so I'm sure she would have been successful at whatever she did. But um, I think that's exactly how Linda Tripp would see is like, look, look what I, I helped you get over this and, and you're um, now able to move on and, and do all these uh, other things. Um, you know, I, I yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and pot- actually, even then, to go further, it potentially broke a cycle. Like, who? Kn- I don't know. I have no idea what her personal life has been since then. Right. She was in a cycle for sure. Hmm. Interesting. That's yeah. really interesting. That's crazy to think about. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, That's a crazy. story that she can tell. I mean, it ignores a lot of other facts, but um, yeah. But that's her option. She's like, it, it, the story she can tell about herself is, I helped her. Or I'm a terrible friend, a terrible person for for doing these things that caused her to go through what she went through. You know, right? Uh, right. Those choices, I think she's going to choose the former. Yeah, no, for sure. No, for sure. Not that like I tried to take Clinton down and I lost. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, and and that's a good point. There are a lot of frames that she could put on. There are a lot of frames to put on her story. Yeah. And, 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 and like you said, there's a lot of narratives that people can tell about the same situation. Like she can tell the narrative that she helped Monica um, get over this relationship and this pattern and move on with her life. Um, she can tell the story that I really screwed up as a friend and I, I, I did bad things and I, need, I, I hurt my friend. Or she can uh, tell the story like I was, you know, 
you know, trying to take down this this corrupt president. You know, there are a lot of frames that you can put on the story, and um, she's chosen the ones that make her look good. So yeah, surprisingly, shockingly, um, right? Right. <laughs> No, yeah, no, of course. Like, no, of course you choose that story. Right. Yeah, no, so interesting. Yeah. Um, and then my observation um, is similar. It's just so interesting to see. Um, it, it, it's like seeing this all play out, you know, and, and I think there were other, like she had so many motivations, Linda Tripp did. There were political, and then there was an opportunity, like, her personal sort of like trying to like do something important and be part of something important. And so, you know, she, she had been enticed by maybe being able to do a book. Like that was the whole reason she started recording was because she'd been advised like this would help her get her book. And, um, and so she had these other ambitions and it just reminded me of, um, and you'll have to correct me because I'm always getting stuff wrong, but uh, not getting, but anyway, so Phyllis Schlafly, is that her, how you say her name? Mm Mm-hmm. So I know you didn't finish uh, Miss America with me. And so same thing, a dramatization of some historical stuff. But I couldn't believe the similarities between these two conservative women, ambition. And, and that's why I don't I don't think I want to limit it to conservative. But it's just interesting to see these two situations happen with these um, women who are involved in the conservative uh participation in our our political system and they go down a path and they think that they are going to be promised or they've been promised these things that are trying they they have like their they have their value that they're trying to assert and that they fight for but they also have their ambition that they're trying to achieve and it's just interesting how they both in this very specific realm tried to do that and thought they were playing the game and thought they were doing what they were supposed to do. And they still ended up without the thing that they really wanted. And they end up really getting taken advantage of, but also like doing horrible things along the way. Hmm. Um, because the end of, so the, the thread throughout Miss America is that she's got her book of her names. She's got her mailing list right. and different political people really want her mailing list. And she keeps holding out and she keeps saying, I'm not giving it to you. I'm not giving it to you because I want to see at the table. She wants different things. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it gets down to the end and she gets them right. She gets the ERA like not passed. And she she's um, working with Reagan and she's been promised that she'll get. And I can't remember what she's promised. But so she finally like turns over her mailing list and she gives it to Reagan or his people and then the last episode in the last few minutes are her getting a call from Reagan saying, Hey, thanks so much, but we don't need anything else from you. And she'd been holding out and she finally gave in. And then, I mean, obviously she did fine for what she was trying to do, but it just, it just, there was something about the end of just very similar to how this was uh, put together. Well, where Linda had been, uh, she had these motivations, right? I think she wanted to do, but she also like, she wanted her book. She wanted to get these, sto- her story out. And she, and she did everything that everyone told her to do and she played the game and she didn't get it anyway I, mm-hmm. that's just that's just the comparison i made i was just like oh my gosh this reminds me so much of of Schlafly from miss america huh. interesting interesting yeah I, I i i need to watch that show i i need to see this <laughs> <laughs> i would watch it again but yeah i mean and and so and so i would just find myself thinking about like is does this say something about and I, i'm gonna guess it's just about women in general like 
and maybe just playing the game, but just seeing I, these, like seeing women in our political system and specifically on the conservative side, like trying to make things happen and, um, and being promised. And I'm sure there's examples on both sides, but yeah, it's just interesting to see that play out. And I think, I, I mean, my assumption would be to be totally stereotypical would be typically on the, on the right, you know, that like, oh, sure, sure. We empower women. Sure. Sure. You can be in charge of stuff too. And like, just kidding. But I just think that's our world in general. Like, I think it, we struggle with that. But anyway, just some very deep feminist thoughts I was having. <laughs> that's interesting. Cause I, I, I mean, I think there are different things going on there. Like, um, I, I need to see the show, but um, th- that the way you describe it sounds to me very much like a um, like almost that sounds almost very uh, like a very symbolic ending to me of the religious right, the religious conservatives being co-opted by the Republican Party and the mm. economic free market wing of the Republican party to be, to use these religious conservatives for their um, political purposes of, you know, which, you know, which they may not necessarily share those values, but they wanted to use that group of people to serve their political purpose. Um, So to me that, that giving over the, the list of names to, to Reagan's people is, is symbolic of that sort of the Republican Party co-opting these religious conservatives into their um, into their party to, to further other goals, you know, because you, you look at, OK, so the Republican Party um, promises these religious conservatives all these things, all these things. Have any of those things happened? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And 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 but at, this, at the same time, these things that the um uh, religious conservatives would want with the culture don't happen. But what does happen is tax cuts and deregulation. Um, that is that what the religious conservatives want, you know, but that's what they've been co-opted into pursuing or, or, or supporting on the promise that they'd get these other things that they want too that never seem to come. So, so to me that, that, that ending of giving the names to Reagan's political people is, is, is symbolic of that co-opting of the religious conservatives into the Republican Party political ideas. Um, and, and the Linda Tripp thing seems more narcissistic to me. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know that she's, um, she just seems like a narcissist to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and, and I, I mean, I don't know that we know her political views. Um, she definitely doesn't like Clinton. Um, mm-hmm. um, but um, but I, I feel like she doesn't like Clinton because she got kicked out of the White House or she has some sort of um, I, I guess she didn't mm-hmm. like him before. But it, 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 her, her motives seem, seem very narcissistic to me. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that's a great analysis. And I appreciate you engaging this, even though you haven't seen the show. No, yeah. that's a that's a great analysis. And that's a great point, because there's a there's definitely like the moral issue that's at play um, with the um, with what's happening with the ERA amendment um, versus you're right. Like you're and that's a great point. I made a bunch of assumptions because of 
um, Linda Tripp's attitudes towards the Clintons, that mm -hmm. it was specifically, yeah, you're right, like being about the liberal stuff. I guess like, yeah, because she does take the position too of like, she thinks that he's, um, you know, uh, yeah, that he's got moral issues too. But no, you're right. Yeah. That is more about her, her own, uh, her own personal like issues and her own uh, maybe maybe attention for her, but also like definitely like the thing. Yeah, yeah. She seems to, she she seems to be pursuing attention, attention or fame or money or something, some kind of recognition. Um, like you said, a book deal. Um, but yeah, anyway. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. No. And in Miss America, it's definitely, it is more about like, and it's a different time too. Like we're talking about the seventies versus the eighties or the nineties. And so completely different, um, climate, which there, um, because like the, the issue is Schlafly too. And now I'm getting way off topic, but whatever, um, is that her husband, I think is, a, was a Senator and, um, or something. And she wanted that too. She wanted her own place in the political realm. And so it was her trying to keep fighting for that. And so the dramatization of the show is after she gets that call from Reagan, like she literally goes back in the kitchen and starts cooking. <laughs> uh, wow. That's a yeah. little, <laughs> uh, yeah, but also I'm sure like not, not true. <laughs> Sure. And, 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 and I think that I, and that's really interesting. I, I mean, I, I don't know the show at all. Right. That, that does seem very symbolic to me because I mean, Phyllis Schlafly, I mean, she's, she, I, I still think she was very active, you know, right. well into the nineties doing things, but um, in, in doing causes or, or politics, um, but that just seems very symbolic of this co-opting of yep. religious conservatives into the Republican Party. And then just sort of like, you know, they get co-opted into this Republican Party and then don't get anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they're, they're just like, oh, you know, go back to, to doing what you're doing and we're not going to really... Um, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the things you want us to talk about, but we'll never really do anything. Um, so that's, that's, that, that's, that's a little on the nose, Yeah, but, but I, I think impeachment was a little on the nose too. Um, right. Anyway. Yeah. Right. 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 Cause they want to connect with the dogs for us too. No, but that's why I was saying too, like, you're, like, and I know that you have a, a really good grasp of the, the political changes and, and the historic, historical um, uh, context for this. And so your insight is, is I'm so that's why I was just saying like your insight about what's going on in the seventies and what was happening with taking advantage, not taking advantage, but co-opting that group. Right. And it was exactly that. So it was, anyway, no, it was just interesting. I just think, um, I just think too, like, just, like I said, like, just interesting to think about, like, um, like I said, from my feminist perspective, like thinking about like women in power and ambition and cause um, and, and how that's played out. Um, and what's interesting here, I think about impeachment is, and the same thing with Miss America is you've got so many different women in this, um, in the arena, obviously, and seeing how it all plays out for them. And so it's just interesting to compare that, which I just think is a, a lot of what's going on with Linda Tripp too, like what you're pointing out, like, as she's looking at Monica and what she perceives as success. Um, I think her going and getting plastic surgery is really interesting. Um, 
you know um and so um and and again and also where she where then she takes the position i think and then it just comes back around to like she takes this position of protecting because that gives her the moral high ground but also makes her like this helpful woman right also as well and not like just a vindictive like mean bitch um going after a younger woman like it taking that narrative on like it just does so many things for her um and what she's trying to craft yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And, and, and that's, and, and, and I, I, I think, I think it's true that she did have plastic surgery when all this happened and, and th the way they portray that was, and that's why one of the things I was going to mention as on the nose is like, she feels like <laughs> um, she, it was, to me, it was so on the nose because she's like, I, I think at the end she's talking about how she's, she's always, um, felt ugly or something like that and so yeah plastic surgery to to make her look better um so she was ugly inside and now she's trying <laughs> to form that image anyway i i it was a, the, the plastic surgery thing and the way they dealt with it was a little on the nose for me yeah um, as because i think she was i think she was a very uh, ugly person on the inside oh, <laughs> um, for sure. At least, at least that's what the public actions um, that we know um, reveal to me. Um, and so it, the, the way they handled the plastic surgery thing just seemed a little on the nose um, symbolically. Um, but yeah. Oh, no, for sure. Oh, no, absolutely. No. And and that's what I think is interesting. Like, I think that I, there's a, like a last ditch attempt to like really try and humanize her. I'm like, absolutely not. Like she's but maybe not i mean maybe not because they just do other things and i think the fact that she shows up to the interview and she has to mention oh no he's at george that's a mat you know what i mean like i'm like no they know like just appear for your your uh your interview and the reservation I mean, it's just it's right. all just so part of that vanity and her image and i think like you're talking about her narcissism and and right. yeah and like you said no absolutely like on the nose and if she got a nose job that was also on the nose <laughs> exactly and she she did so <laughs> It was on the nose for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. So those are my many, many, I think I had a couple more, but those are my many, many deep thoughts just about the finale. <laughs> yes. Um, so anything else that you like that you sit insights or things you wanted to share from the finale or the series in general? Uh, I, I guess just the one thing, like I, I know last week we were talking about Monica and and I guess I just wanted to get your thoughts on the um, I mean, <laughs> we know Monica Lewinsky was a producer on the show and the show makes her uh, portrays her very, very favorably, I believe. So I don't know. What do you uh, what are your thoughts on how Monica Lewinsky is portrayed and her involvement in the show? I don't know. I really want to read that book now. Hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, like I, I mean, I said this, I've always like found her very interesting and been very supportive of her. Um, and, um, you know, and I think if you're going to call it as long as we did the Lewinsky scandal and not like the Clinton, you know, and, and I know there's been an effort to like re, you know, change how we refer to it. Um, no, I, I think, you know, it's, um, it's just really like what happened you know um and i'm sure stuff happens all the time you know um 
And so it, it's, it's crazy to think like how young she was um, mm-hmm. when all this happened, you know, and actually when I think about it like that, thinking about, you know, what I would have, you know, 20 something and anyway, right. um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I mean, it definitely, I think, I think, I think the narrative definitely needs to be reframed. And so I think if it is on the scale, if the thumb is on the scale for like being this very like Monica friendly, like whatever, that's not a bad thing because I think she's been characterized as not, it's just, just not being human. And like, I think, like I said, by calling it the Lewinsky scandal, like it was so much more than that. And we, it needs to not be called that. Um, mm-hmm. And if you are going to call it that, then like, guess what? Then here's what happened. It's like okay, no, she is. This is her story. So, um, right, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, to me, it's it's really is. I, I, I guess I don't know what the alternative would be, really, right. because I think to not tell this version means you really are just being a monster. <laughs> I, I I think you know what I mean. I guess I guess I'm. I know that's like that was like the perception, and I guess I'm not. I'm like I, I'm just like well, no, this is like another perspective on what happened and 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 like I I think my takeaway the fact that I'm like oh my like he's a liar you know what else has he lied about like oh oh no is he a rapist you know what I mean I think that shows like we need more information or I this additional information helped and so that tells me my reactions were based on like fleshing out this the situation more so I don't know. I know it's kind of like a rambly answer, but I guess like, yes, but so what? Uh-huh. Right, right. Guess, yeah, what do you think about that? Yeah, I guess it was. I, I, I mean, it, it, I, I guess just that, that it, it was, um, I, I mean, if you had to say there was a hero in the show, it was Monica Lewinsky. And surprisingly, she's a producer on the show. Um, so, um, but I guess... Um, I don't know. I, I mean, she's definitely the one that has come out of this um, whole thing um, looking the best, <laughs> you know? Uh, um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, that's just interesting anyway. Um, yeah. So those are my thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I guess I guess I really don't know what other story there is to tell. Cause... Right. Right. You're right. And I guess that's interesting. I mean, they did tell a little bit of the, of the, the Hillary story or the, I, I, I don't know. I guess there's a lot of lenses to put on it. Not a lot, but um, this was the Monica lens, I think, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Label it. I guess you could label it that. Yeah. Anyway, I, I guess I guess to to your maybe this is your point. I don't know if I would go so far as to call it propaganda. I don't think it's that. I think it's her story, and I don't think someone's perspective means it's propaganda. So that's my. I guess that's what I. Interesting. I'll have to think about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess that's. I guess that's why I'm like, eh, like. I guess because to me, because I think that's kind of what you're getting at, right? Because there's this article that said, or maybe a few articles, it sounds like, called this, you know, Monica Lewinsky propaganda. And I wouldn't call it, I would, I guess I wouldn't call it that. Okay. Does it appeal to your emotions to make you 
think a certain way. I don't know, but not to me. Yeah. But you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm an emotional person, but <laughs> I see, I see a lot of pieces here. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. So yeah. Anyway, I, 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 I really, oh. go ahead. No, I just think it's, it's interesting to think about. So, yeah, I, I really think I really think that they did a good job of I think if you wanted to, I really think you could make the case. I'm, I don't want to, but I think someone could make the case. They tried to humanize Linda Tripp a little bit more. And, and and that's what I mean. Like if this was purely if this was if this was Monica Lewinsky propaganda, you wouldn't have gotten anything that humanized her. Uh huh. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's true. So that's and, true. And, and that's why I think like, that's why I think this is Monica's story. You know, this is what Monica saw and what she perceived. And then there's these, and you do, you get some, you get some humanizing, like you pointed out of Hillary, you get human and I, I humanizing of Linda, even if the conclusion, like there's some humanizing there of her, like, like I love little touches. Oh my gosh. We could go. I, now I could talk about that. Like so fascinating, right? Like her obsession with her weight. Right drinking mm -hmm. slim drinking slim fasts and like eating those frozen meals and like always like and yet like if you don't see her weight change you know mm -hmm. and so like that's humanizing that's right. very like here's this very sad hurt person right that really doesn't like themselves and little touches like that or that obsession with her those christmas decorations oh my gosh like oh anyway yeah and, you know, you had a little bit of that with Clinton. I would say, yeah, I would say even like Clinton, like that him, like that stupid, oh my God, that stupid scene where he's like crying by the pool. Like that's supposed to be humanizing. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, right. there's a lot going on. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's very interesting. So I don't, I, I guess I'm not willing to oversimplify. Not that that's a bad thing, but anyway, yeah, I think there's a lot going on. And yeah, I, and I already liked Monica from the outset. Maybe that's the other thing too. I didn't have to be convinced of anything because I already liked her. Okay. Interesting. And and now I really want to read her book. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I I didn't I was not aware there was one, but yeah. Well, just the one they showed at the end of the show. I don't know. Right. Yeah, I know. I just didn't I didn't even know there was a book. So. Oh yeah. 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 And I'm sure more since oh, then. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? I'm sure there's been more since then. Yes. Anyway, so yeah. Anything else with impeachment? <laughs> That's that, a lot. <laughs> yeah. That horse is dead. I don't think. Are uh, absolutely not. We're coming back. Oh. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Oh my. <laughs> All right. So we didn't. Um, not only are we way over time that we usually like to schedule, we also did not see succession from last week. So, um, now that we're done with impeachment. We can double up on our next episode and we'll have two episodes of succession to talk about. Yes. Okay. Perfect. All right. So on to our rose and thorn for the week. Um, uh, my, um, what am I going to do? Um, well, my, my, well, I guess it's a rose and a thorn. It's having to do this. I'm really, I'm really proud of us for doing the podcast and getting it done. Mm -hmm. Um, about this audio so it's going to be the thorn of like we just live with it we got it done we did the best we could thank you to everyone for listening and so you get the rose and the thorn of this like look we're so committed to our podcast um but also like ooh, how do we make this better <laughs> right 
Right. Well, this was an experiment for sure. So <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. good times. So then, uh, yes. And then um, I'm trying to think, there was something else I was going to add as a bonus um, for my Rose and Thorn. Um, and I just lost it. No, I lost it. All right. So then what's your, what's your Rose and Thorn? I'm still at the office at this hour. So <laughs> I know on a Sunday night, on a Sunday night, but yeah, I'm struggling to find a rose. I know you usually do. Yeah, sometimes, but I'm, it's, it's not a rose time for me. So. <laughs> it's not rose season. No, it is not rose season. That is for sure. It is. Uh, n- there are no roses coming up. So no, Yes, if there are no roses, there are no thorns. So. Oh, stop. <laughs> That's actually true. So you're a nihilist now. Is that, does that, is that what that I, means? I, I, I have no idea. I'm, I'm not to look. I'm, I just said that I'm to look up that word. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I have no idea. <laughs> Nihilism. I don't know. Never mind. I, re- I retract that statement. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So no roses, which maybe means there are no thorns. Do you really feel that way though? Uh, I get. I. I. Yeah. I'm struggling with the rose this time. I guess I'm just. I'm kind of joking that. I guess. You know, no rose. You can't have a thorn without a rose. So true. Maybe, maybe that's my rose: is that there are no roses, therefore no thorn. Thorn <laughs> works for me. That was weird. That's okay. It actually doesn't work for me. That's that's a little lie. So it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> We're just ending on lies. <laughs> so no. <sighs> ah, funny. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks to everybody for getting through this with us. Um, still glad we did it and um, talked so much about so many things. Yes. Um, and then, yes, so continue to follow us on Instagram at Judgy Empath. Um, I'm hoping to do more um, Lego reimaginings um, as I get more creative with what we can do to just promote what we're doing, <laughs> promote our podcast and our random activities. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thanks again for listening. And um, I guess at some point, Brian, I will smell you later. Yes. At some point you'll, you will definitely smell me. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye. Bye.